Hey, welcome to the second season of Unified Threads. This is Amy Schroes. We're going to switch it up a bit this episode. And we're going to talk about community and what does hope mean to you. A lot has happened since the ending of the first season of Unified Threads, and I mean a lot. Now, every day we wake up in the United States, it's kind of like Captain Kirk in Star Trek. I saw this meme online, which is why I'm mentioning it, how he goes straight to the Star Command desk and says, what's the damage report? That is how it's been every day since January 20th in the United States. Now, I know that this isn't compared to a lot of areas around the world that have been dealing with conflict zones, and I'm learning about what does it mean to live in a conflict zone. And we're going to delve into that later in this season. But first, I want to start with something light. So we're going to have a beautiful song by Sarah Ann. She's going to be in this episode from Ypsilanti, Michigan. And then we're going to dive into what does community mean to Grace Yoder of Pollywog Farms. Stay tuned. And thanks for listening to Unified Threads. Pollywog Farm is my effort to connect to food and my community and just do something better with my time, something that I feel good about. And community means to you, what do you, what is it? I'm trying to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) It is complicated. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess I've been playing at community. I feel like I'm a kid learning about community Mm -hmm. so I've um, been up until recently I've been co-housing with you know my partner but other people for 12 years so I really believe in co-housing and shared resources mostly like people that I talk to who are all about community like sense that there's something missing in our current like way of living and relating to each other so it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I think we have to kind of define or, or like identify our bias, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with like the options for community that I have right now. I don't think it's the healthiest manifestation of like our being together. So I think I'm at, like, I'm actually seeking something that looks different and feels different and like is more committed to place and to each other like there's there's like various um sort of facets of community that I'm like trying to move towards because I just feel drawn to it and I feel like there's a lack in the mainstream culture why are our land bases being exploited I think it's because we are disconnected from them no longer have a personal relationship not even ownership right like i mean go like farther back than ownership we were in relationship with our land bases right in community mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. and then the reason that they are able to be exploited is because we no longer feel that sense of ownership of the relationship not the land um and so then it can be parceled off and commodified and used by people and industry and things that don't actually love it right Mm -hmm. so I mean I think that that's like that's the crux of our issue I mean and that's part of that is part of why I'm doing the farm thing 
because I feel like I just need to engage in like right relationship. You know, I need to like look at this place, think about it, learn, you know, ask it what it wants to tell me, like mm-hmm. just be open. And then, and then like, maybe I'll be a friend. And I feel like that's sort of true of people too. Like one of the, one of the criticisms that I have of like the offering of community that I've got is like how it has become further like compartmentalized and commodified, you know, mm-hmm. you now no longer just have community right around you. I mean, it's just your neighbors and then you just care about your neighbors and the people in front of you. Now you can shop for like the perfect group of people and they are, yeah are supposed to, like, fulfill you, and I don't know, like, so I take issue with some of that because it's, like, I've done a little bit of that in co-housing, and it didn't actually work out the way I thought it would. Like, everybody was philosophically on the same page. We spoke very passionately about the same things, but then certain things were missing, you know, like, and I I learned a little bit more about, like, oh, there you know, that old-fashioned value of commitment, like, could really come in handy sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? What were my elders thinking with that? Like, maybe it's not just abusive, <laughs> and, you know, like, I mean, maybe there's some of that, but, mm-hmm. like, maybe there was wisdom there, too, about just, like, the value of sticking with something and, like, believing in that mm-hmm. and working stuff out over time. But I've also struggled with trying to figure out, I want it to be now you know i want to have like this intentional community now i want to have this great you know way of serving the planet now understanding like relationships take time to develop and Mm -hmm. they're not always going to be perfect and like communicating through those problems i think is a really big part of community but for some reason even though we have so many tools and ways of communicating it's almost like harder than ever to have authentic communication I feel like right now that's how I'm feeling yeah and I I honestly think that it comes back to just kind of driving with your values because the reality of it is that I could probably do this whole food thing a lot easier like I could go to the store could get a job 10 hours a week buy my food at the store cheap but I like work really hard to grow my own food because I believe it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the same has been true for my relationships, especially the really intimate ones. Sometimes it, like, doesn't quite make sense. It's a lot more work than going and shopping for the perfect friend or just kind of, like, removing yourself from the conflicts and the struggle of learning. And I do think it gets easier over time, but, like, there is, like, this initial investment that I think will just have to get whittled down to your value system because... There is a lot of mobility, like, kind of what I think is false mobility. But mm. you can, in this culture right now, at this stage of the game, you can move away from a community you don't like. Mm. You don't have to stay and make it better and mm. make it the place you want it to be. At this stage of the game. Yes. I think it's <laughs> not, that hasn't always been true, and I don't think it will always be true. Yeah, we're in a time where... You can pretty much, if you want something, you can manifest it, right? It's the secret. It's not what really brings 
happiness. It's just like always a feeling of being unsettled somehow, even if you get exactly what it is that you feel like you want. I don't know. I think that's well, the right. There's something about it that doesn't quite deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about, um, about courage the other day and like, I think I might do a blog post about it, but there are like a handful of really big events in mine and Jeff's life that where like we didn't get courage from the places that I thought we would have, or like you assume you would. So like when Jeff was building the house, people would come over and praise him and tell him, oh wow, normal people can't do this. You can do this though, because you're special and you're so strong and like clever and all of this. And like that, like stroked his ego, like and brought him a little high. But ultimately, that made him more insecure. Hmm, really? Yeah. And we like had a lot of time to examine our feelings during the house build because it was really stressful. And, and but the thing that gave him a lot of courage in the build was remembering, like he he would say to himself, "Men build their own houses. This it's what we do." So like. There was something about, like, not having it be this extraordinary thing, having it be, like, extremely normal, hmm. you know? And and that it's easier now because we have all this, like, milled wood. And, like, he doesn't have to cut down any trees to do this. He can just go buy the lumber. And, like, oh, how much easier is it? Like, mm-hmm. so downplaying the achievement was the thing that brought, built him up and enabled him to do it. Mm-hmm. And that I guess that is... I'm thinking about it in terms of community. I think that we really, really crave a sense of belonging in all of the things that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't actually know that being like extraordinary or special. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't deliver for me. It's not the thing that actually like feels sustaining and emboldening. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I agree. In my experience, it's hard to take compliments like that because it does do something strange psychologically that makes you feel like well they don't really know who I am and so this is all kind of like a fraud whereas you might just be living your values and it's not that you're doing anything special but then you're like put up on this pedestal then you feel like there's these expectations of you that there's no way you can ever like actually reach them because it's not who you are you're not that special I don't know I just that's how I feel sometimes and like I'm not with the lost and found cat book i get a lot of questions about oh you're a children's book author and all this it's like i'm an accidental author who lived an experience and just followed like what i feel like most people that probably had ever worked at a humane society would do like try to find a cat its family but it gets blown into this like kind of other proportional thing that makes me feel really insecure and i've actually struggled through depression because of it so I can relate to what Jeff yeah. is talking about. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you get you get a high from getting complimented and, like, being this extraordinary person. But ultimately, and, and I mean, I've just seen that concept echoed, like, in all sorts of, especially the big trying um, experiences, arguably when we need community the most, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, like, for just to, yeah, belong, to not be alone in it. Um, Belonging. Mm-hmm. That's what this episode will be called. I like that. <laughs> There's going to be a song from a girl named Sarah Ann, who I saw play at Dreamland Theater. And her song 
talks a little bit about this in kind of existential terms, but just the kind of threads that bind us all together that we can't see. But I think events that happen in Dreamland and stuff are a great example of community, despite like how many different types of people go there, you know, just, I don't know, something about, something about Ypsilanti still seems really special to me, although I've had my ups and downs here. I still feel like this is as close to intentional community as I've gotten. It's just a matter of like still persevering to feel like there's there's ways to live intentionally without it becoming like an exploitative thing on either side. Belonging. We belong together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well and I mean I do think there's really something interesting about Ipsy. Um and I've tried to like figure out what that is and honestly I think it's just the people have decided that it's going to be cool (laughs) you know and like I think there's a lot of wisdom there it's not that Ipsy just like happens to be this cool place it's the people make it really cool and they've decided it's their place Mm -hmm. like there's nothing really inherently more special about this place than anywhere else besides the fact that they have a very strangely shaped water tower and a Greek flag that flies in front of it. <laughs> All the decisions made by people who decided yeah. this was their weird Yeah, place. they decided yeah. that they belonged here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like it wasn't something that publicly grew at all um i was just on a farm and it grew really and then <laughs> every now and then it's like oh i'm at an open mic i guess I'll, I'll try this right now but i just had such a um i had such a bigger idea and like a polished idea of what it was growing into being even though it was like a seed or a sprout and i had people like oh oh, like, let's do something. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I'm advocating my cooking time. Like, it's a seed. Like, I see the tree in my head. You think it's a tree right now, but it's not the tree because I see the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's some fruit starting to pop. <laughs> I think the starting to show a little bit. I think it's coming. Um, and so with, with all that said, that experience at, um, at, at the, the Be, Lo- Be Love Gathering was a, a rare little, little thing. Blip in the ocean, bacteria floating, knowing no thought, stripped of agenda, distraction, reaction, just being, floating there, swaying with waves in the ocean, no notion of worry, everything's happening just as it will, it fulfills the exchange that each single cell has to give as it takes, so the balance remains, if it seems that it's wrong, then just look around. Thoughts to evolve, revolve from what's caused, the need to resolve These limiting structures, self-limiting sutures Sewing the stitches for miles on molecules Laced in our beings with water, mycelium Pulled by the moon with the tides and the seasons For reasons unknown, now at least till we find them The answers float folded, no easy way to them Just finish off strong, however it goes If it ever does end, that is, time will expose The resilient nature of nature Composed in your cells as the elements Stabilize strength-building muscles the mind's rising
Thinking power takes over Minutes and hours Devouring concepts of time as it seems And the circles begin to unspin the rewinding of tapes Buried deep in the genes DNA is reowning its being So taken mistakes made, so tainted and stained Now painting the color back onto the canvas As consciousness dictates decisions The blooming of brushstrokes reveals the true beauty Unfolding new meaning As much as perception unveils it Changing as layers are building and deepening Streams of awareness through thinning the lenses Unbending from melting and breathing Unbuckling seatbelts on trampolines Launching existence Dimensionless language so rich lit from torches of purity Soaring through skies in an essence of being Agenda, distraction, reaction, just being Floating there, swaying with waves in the ocean No notion of worry, everything's happening Just as it will, it fulfills the exchange That each single cell has to give as it takes So the balance remains If it seems that it's wrong, then just look around around, see the light from the sun, hear the sound of the ocean, the questions, the lessons as tales from the shelves that have waited so long to arrive into something can speak through vibration, now yes there is suffering everything cycles, no need for upsetting, the flow of the trials or feelings of death, they bring life without pain, no relief without snow falling heavy there'd be no new leaves, so just be as you are, just be in the water be grateful we're here as we mirror each other And share what this is from our own unique angles We walk and perceive, but we share the same sandals and ways Cause we're here for this moment together In space and in time, a tide We're floating, connected, desired for magnets, attraction or something that led us to share and exist with each other Agenda, distraction, reaction, just being floating there, swaying with waves in the ocean. Belonging. According to the freedictionary.com, one definition is acceptance is a natural member or part. Example is a sense of belonging, part of the landscape like a tree, John Updike said. Swim is happily in society as fish swim in schools. That quote's from Susan Fromberg Schaefer. Another definition I saw online was a secure relationship or a close relationship. Another one just used the word affinity. The key buzzwords seem to be close, secure relationships. Now I'd love to hear from you guys. Are you questioning where you belong? What does belonging mean to you? There's a new chat option on unifiedthreads.com where you can share your perspectives and feedback from the episodes and just anything else that you'd like to talk about. I'd love to feature your comments on one of the next episodes in this season, so please send them my way. This is a once a month podcast and we're grateful to have Corey Coates from Podfly Productions on board as our producer once again this season. Thanks so much, Corey, for believing in the vision. 
A special thank you to Taylor Greenshields and Anna Gomoka for bringing together the musicians you heard on this episode. They're sharing out of the Collab Lab right here in Plymouth, Michigan all season long, and they mastered all the jams that you're hearing for this episode. Anna and Taylor are in a band called Honey Monsoon, which you can find on SoundCloud. And they're going to be bringing together more musicians for some great jams. And you'll be able to hear a preview of that following this narrative. Another thank you to Grace Yoder, of course, of Polywog Farms for sharing her perspectives. And Sarah Ann of Rhythmic Synergy for sharing her song Blip on this episode. This is the first time it's ever been recorded, so we had a special treat today. Thanks again for listening. Tune in for next month. We're going to be discussing education, learning styles, and sharing perspectives from some non-traditional school models in Michigan and around the world. And as my yoga teacher Amanda would say, no matter what happens, keep holding doors for people and smiling at everyone. Kindness rises to the top. Until next time, enjoy these sounds from the musicians of the Collab Lab, and namaste. Sowing in the seasons with the visions of the seeds, planted with the power in the fabric.
fabric of our minds Splashing in the puddles like a child come to find That what I think I know is liquid Spilling from the land of what I see is twisted In the grip of many hands and slimy fears To the vessels of the angels underneath Grew up to be gods rather than weeping at the feet Of a picture we have painted to replace the image painted By the piercing evil striking underneath the skin Emerge from the agonizing wound pulsing waiting to be purged From the essence of your being as we undertake a war Purpose and passion, poetry moving the force into action. Love in here binds our spirit, we own it, creating the future by making it own. Keep following the wisdom from the spirit underneath. It fabricates foundation to support the shaky feet that obliterate the demons who are living with the seed. They calculate destruction while we congregate in armies with animated energy. Love dancing at the seams of the acid rain they poured, melting everything but beams of compassion for machines. Smash us to the reeds, now understanding what it means to the suffering, guzzling the healing from the coverings of trees, mothering our spirit with the voices underneath, slumbering the psyches who are trembling through night, recovering the utterings held within the sight of skies upon a mountain that breathes out with understanding from fountains that are mounted and surrounded, souls expanding, power that we're standing in, creating to begin again, towers that we're building, pulsating through our hands, begin painting the planet with purpose and passion, poetry moving the force into action, love in here binds our spirit, we own it, creating the future by making a moment.